Welcome to Here We Go, with me, Dan Gregory. Now this week's guest is a barber, men's hairdresser, photographer, and the founder of Nudo Education. His name is Nick Barford, and let's welcome him to the show. So, welcome Nick to the Here We Go podcast. How are you, mate? I'm good, mate. How are you? I'm all right, mate. I'm all right. A bit tired after this last couple of weeks, but I'm all right. <laughs> How's it been yeah. for you, mate? Yeah, it's been, you know, it's been, it's been amazing to be back. Um, yeah. Just absolutely, absolutely buzzing, buzzing to be yeah. back, but absolutely shattered. Yeah, yeah. I totally feel you there, mate. And because I know, um, I know you obviously we, we've, for anyone listening who's not in the UK, we've, uh, we've just come out of a four month lockdown, the third, the third lockdown for in, in the space of a year. Um, and I don't know about you, mate, but the first, the first lockdown, I was kind of, it was novelty to me. But then, like, going back to work, I was ruined, absolutely ruined. And I thought this time round I'd be all right, but I'm exactly the same. Yeah, <laughs> it was worse, definitely. This one was yeah. definitely worse. Like, the lockdown and and being back at, back at work was definitely a lot harder than the first time round. I don't know what, but it was just know, a I, mass, just, massive shock. Yeah, do you think it's because, like, you know, the first one was, was novelty, wasn't it? It was almost like a holiday, you know, as long as you weren't, as long as you'd had a, a bit of a rainy day fund, you were kind of all right, weren't you? But yeah, this time and it was it was kind of nice. It was kind of nice as well. It's like a step back and definitely. you know, yeah, reassess I things. Definitely. No, I, I totally agree, mate. And I thought this 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 second time round. I, I mean, do you know what's funny? Like with 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 the people I've spoken to so far, especially I spoke to um, Johnny Johnny Baba a few weeks ago, yeah. and one of his one of the things that he said to me was that which I thought was really interesting was. He, he'd fought for seven years to build his brand. And he said, I don't know if I've got another seven years in me to do it all over again. Yeah. And I thought, what? And, you know, to hear a guy like that who, I, you know, I, I really look up to, to, yeah. to be talking about that, I, 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 that really kind of hits home with me. Because I was like, there's how many other people are, that, are like, like yourself? You know, you're a business owner. You've got an education platform as well. Like, how do you then, you know, start all over again? You know what I mean? Yeah. I've... I've... I don't think I don't think I could handle another one. Put it, put it this way, I really don't. Yeah. I think I, that last that last one was definitely like tip of the iceberg. Um, you know, I think if if we if you know it happened again, you never know. I, I don't know what way it would push me, but yeah. you know that was definitely in my mind that was the last one that I could I could handle. You know, I know. I, I think I think if there's another one, I think we just get every single barber, hairdressing, everyone. We just do it. Just do like the page. Just kidding, <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? It, it works for the European Super League. It can work That's it. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, anyway, mate, I want to. Um, I wanted to talk about your journey because I've I've not known you a long time. I've known of you a long time. I know we've probably we've briefly met, but yeah. um, you, I I just I think your work is outstanding, and I'm and I'm pretty sure you know the people who follow you and Thank you've you. got a, you know a pretty big following now as well, mate. And I just think you know how you got to where you are now and i know i know i, I love the look of your, your studio by the way as well and i want to touch Thanks. on the name and all this because yeah the names i love the name as well but yeah. um i just wanted you to sort of tell you know just kind of explain your journey so i just sort of want to start off with the sort of what what why how you know what was what was it that made you start in men's hairdressing and barbers um so i only i only landed in men's hairdressing and barbering probably five years ago now um 
it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't that long ago before that i was doing hairdressing for seven years so it was you know yeah. mainly women's hair i was doing i was doing some men's hair but not to the standard i'd be doing it out now um yeah i just i just i just got fed up of hairdressing really um what, what was it that got you into actual hairdressing though you know like what how old were you when you started um i was 15 or 16 and uh i needed a saturday job and dumped me in the hairdressers and said <laughs> Bas- basically go and get 20 pounds a day go and sweep the floor make some teas yeah. you know yeah i, that, I love that you know i love that. yeah that is honestly that to me you know when we when, when of all the other the other um guests i've had on you know, every single one I've started from like that that way. It's Saturdays, yeah. or you know what I mean, just for pocket money, and also maybe just because your your parents want you out of the house. <laughs> well. Yeah, you basically. I mean? I mean, before that, the sat the Saturday job I was doing was like I was, I was sweeping up in a in a tree surgeons. So wow. obviously, just like sweeping. That must <laughs> that, that must have been what it was, you know. <laughs> Stick a broom in mean, my hand. I love it. Why, why haven't you got sweeps education? Why is it new? <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. so, 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 so yes, yeah, started um started doing SAS days and was really enjoying it and you know I, I wasn't I wasn't a massive academic at school like I did okay um more into my arts and stuff uh, and, and where was, I was this just this was in Kent Maystone in Kent yeah oh, nice. was that like a big yeah. was it like a, a well known salon or was it just an independent uh, it's pretty pretty well known yeah it's called yeah. Doodars it's a funny Doodars. funny name. Yeah, yeah. Well, I never really, I never really found out the the, the reason why it was called Doodars. Apparently, it was just to do with the owner's name or something, but I'm oh, I'm not okay. sure. It was always a big secret, but um, <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was a great sad on and yeah yeah. It, I, I was there for the whole ten years. I didn't leave, um, wow. just because. That says a lot. <clears throat> yeah, it does. It does. You're pretty looked after and you got lots and lots of education. That's the one thing that I remember about it is just the amount of education they would um, was was great. So Wow. Yeah. So what was the education? Was it was so obviously you start in there when you you know as a Saturday boy and then you you went on to get an apprenticeship there as well, yeah. is that right? Yeah. Wow. And I just saw I just saw creativity in the job. Like I'm a pretty creative person, um, and yeah, snap, snapped it up. I didn't really know what other path I was going to go down. I didn't have any any plans for the future. I might have gone to sixth form and university, but like, I mean, it didn't feel like the right path for me at all. Yeah, it was it was always going to be something creative, and I think being in the salon and seeing that that form of creativity did did turn my head quite a bit and it was definitely not a job that i would ever expected to do yeah that's awesome because i don't think you're ever really pushed into hairdressing or barbering are you? No. it's not something that any of the schools ever i don't know if it's you know i'm not too sure but you know careers advisors always end up they talk to you about uni and you know yeah. a trade a trade is never something that you're getting pushed into which not is at bizarre, all isn't it yeah it's bizarre yeah. because if you look at like if you look at like that, the you know the recession, the trades were the ones that were keeping the, the economy going. Maybe it was all the university. Yeah, literally. And, 
Yeah, lawyers and you know different things. They're the ones who are losing the jobs, weren't they? The ones who were the academics, yep. shall we say? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, so, so what did you do um, in terms of ed- of your education then? So, did you did you learn sort of the basics first, or were you thrown into like you know uh, learning more creative work? What was it? What was um, the basics. It was just it was just a basic apprenticeship. So, like classic hairdressing, you know, MVQ level two and level three. Um, but from early all sorts of different calls uh different different companies and brands up in london which you know was a a big thing to me at such a young age because it just all was like like london was crazy when you've grown up in somewhere like kent like london was like the dream you know somewhere crazy to go so going there on uh wellar or sassoon's was such a such an eye opener and wow. and so inspiring. It really, it, yeah, it really pushed you on in your career, definitely. Um, wow. That's that. That must have been like the big, like almost like the bright lights in a sense. You know, like you sort of this is what I can achieve. Yeah, like it you was such. I mean? It was such. It was such a, a large amount of exposure. Uh, I think at a young age, um, you know, it just cemented everything for me. Definitely. Yeah. But to start well, off with, it was all, it was all, it was all classic. It was all classic, classic hairdressing. You know, I was, I even, you know, learned how to perm. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say well, but it was, just, <laughs> I, do you know what I mean? I could do, I could wind yeah. the perm, you know, it was just classic that's, hairdressing. That's yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Couldn't do it now though. No chance. No, no. But you know, no the, you know, somewhere deep down, right. I reckon any, any no word of a line, if you'll have some sort of muscle memory, of of perman because i don't know if you remember were you so what what, what year was this you started 2004 2004 so yeah i don't know if you remember if you can if you remember the bands around 2006 do you, i don't know if you remember them do you remember like the kooks and stuff like that yeah yeah they, well they 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 i had clients coming to me looking for perms because the, the bands were kind of going down that route of perms yeah so it was, you, that, that could come back around again that, that, you know you could I've had a, a, a guy this week. You guys ask about perms this week, so it's probably wow. it's probably going to come back round. I had a perm, you know, yeah. little in that indie little front, like yeah, kind of like curly frizzy top I had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I could never imagine you with that, mate. Uh, <laughs> different, <laughs> different era, different era. Yeah, I'm, I, um, what I forgot to mention at the start as well when I was when I was talking to you is that I need all these photos sent in as well, you know, for like exposure on the gram and all that as well, you know, mate. Problem, no problem. <laughs> I, I've had some, I've had some extent, I've had some blue mullet extensions, I've had highlights, you name it, I've had it. I'll send them all to you. Savage, <laughs> mate. <laughs> oh. Wow. So, so, so you start. So that is literally like you said, like that is like proper classic hairdressing, isn't it? Especially yeah. Herman. I mean, that is proper classic. Yeah. So, so what was it? A, so do you know when you? I mean, you were probably really lucky because I know a lot of other people, maybe from up and down the country and obviously you know over the world, don't always get that chance to to go to London on these courses. Like, so what did you? No. What courses did you go on? And what what which what would you say was like the moment that you thought, wow, this is it? Like, this is it. Um. Well, salon. I worked. The the, the salon was uh, a Weller salon, so we just used Weller color. Um. And when I was in my apprenticeship, you got put on like, I think it was like foundation colouring and then, you know, the next level and then the next level. And then you just keep going through the levels of 
coloring, creative coloring. And I think, I think once I'd done a couple of courses of color at the, at the Weller Studios, I think that was like when I was really like chomping at the bit for creativity. Yeah, definitely. I think color, like in my mind, like color was the, the going to be the big thing for me. Over over cutting, I enjoyed cutting, but coloring was going to be the big thing to me because I liked the science behind it as well. It wasn't just having a bit of creativity. It was also, you know, the, yeah, the yeah. No, no, no. The behind it is, is, is serious. So I, I think I like the challenge as well. Wow. That's mad. I, I, didn't, I never, I never, I never honestly thought like just obviously, you know, knowing, knowing who you are now, I yeah. never knew that was your your background at all. That's that's fascinating for me. That's yeah, right. huge it's huge background in color. Like, yeah, yeah wow. huge background in color. And I ended up, you know, the last thing I did before I left the salon was um, I did my L'Oreal color expert. Like I, I don't know, I can't... four months, four months, wow. solid. and then you become like a small member in the UK of colour specialists for, for L'Oreal it was wow, incredible but but honestly I think that was also interesting why is that I don't know it made me fall out of love of it a bit um the so the salon that I used to work for later on in my career they changed from Wella to L'Oreal um for for whatever reasons and I had to start again because they're just com- two completely different brands, completely differently. And yeah. I enjoyed I enjoyed it up to ex- an extent, but I just I'm I'm not too sure why. It just how technical it was completely made me fall out of love of it. I think it. Do you know what I can I can totally understand you know there because you know you've gone to so you, what you've got Colliston and Majorel, is that right? They're the two brands, yeah. isn't, isn't Colliston yeah. Weller and Majorelle's L'Oreal, is that right? Yeah, yeah. So you've got Colliston yeah. Colour Touch and then Majorelle, um, yeah, semi power ranges. But I can imagine you're falling out though, because you, you know, you, you, you go into something very creative, and obviously, you know, you, you, you're falling in love with this aspect of, of the creativity and the science as well. But then I think mm. when it becomes a job where you have to learn it again as a yeah. creative person, that that puts the walls up, I think. Yeah, so definitely. Just, um, you know, well, it was technical to an extent, but yeah, I, I much, I much preferred working with with Weller. Whereas L'Oreal, like, i even though I knew everything, I always, I was always, always yeah. second guessing it. I was never fully confident uh, with my clients, even though I had all the knowledge. There was just something about the 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 brand that just was just far too technical for me and yeah I just I just started to hate it basically I just started to hate it and you know there was more and more pressure with women's hair like expectation wise and I just it wasn't fun anymore to me it wasn't fun anymore to me and yeah how many years in was this how when when was this um so this was probably like 10 10, 11 years. Wow. And then I went traveling like you do for six yeah. months. You go find yourself, yeah. go walking, 
go walking around Thailand in harem pants or whatever they are. Do you know what I mean? Playing the ukulele. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, I just fire on, no, fire on the beach. I just decided, like, you know, I'd had a lot of I I think it was for like six, seven months we was away for. I just decided that, you know, I needed a big change. A big, big change. And yeah, the change the change happened during during so, travelling. During travel, wow. That's mad. I mean, do you know lots what of change, lots of changes happened during traveling. It was a massive, massive eye opener. Um, but yeah, it pushed me in a in the right direction, you know. So would you? Do you know just because that's a really interesting point, that because I don't, I, I think a lot of a lot of people in our industry, we don't do the travel. Maybe I'm just yeah. talking from experience for myself because I was always like I built a clientele now, and you know what's the point? Me what's the point? Me leaving them for six months or a year? You yeah, know, I was always yeah. nervous about yeah. doing that so would you say that you know if people are feeling like they are stuck in a rut you know would yeah. you would you would you say that's something you would recommend to them if, a they, million, if it's like the last million year, percent you know? a million percent just you know people people will always but like if you wanted to i mean obviously not in a minute because you can't leave the country yeah. and all that but <laughs> like if you know if you wanted to and you could just go traveling you, wow. you could you just you could pack up and leave if you wanted to and you know it was completely out of my comfort zone i'm like massively ocd massively routinal um but it was probably the best thing i ever did wow. my clients my clients my clients you know it was all set up so my clients be looked after by someone for six months you know spread around the two shops and um i'd come back and carry on where I left off but that's not what happened wow that's that well that's the thing it's like uh, you know in a way I suppose it's probably easier for you to do that and to go if you had the intention of coming back right because in your mind yeah. you're thinking to yourself well it's all it's only six months I can go back yeah but the reality is that probably was never going to happen deep down yeah. you probably knew it as well didn't you probably but like yeah. you know I never thought I'd end up where I ended up at all so yeah, it was, it, it was. Would you uh, would you mind just going into a bit of detail what it what the things you were thinking on holiday? What was it that made you like? What 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 was it that was going for your head about the changes? Like what what was it that made you think right? This is not where I want to be now. And when I go back, I'm going to do something different. I just think it really made me realise I wasn't happy. Um, you know felt like I was doing the same thing all the time, stuck in, you know, a, a smaller town. And yeah. I just felt completely maxed out. And, uh, you know, I could have gone on to open a shop around there or something, but I still felt like I'd be doing the same thing, you know? Yeah. Just in a um, different space that looks different. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And I think just having the time, the time, like so I don't want I just don't want to go back there I don't want to go back there and I don't even want to go back there to live well um, but do you think that's because there's anything the small town thing do you think do you think it's like small town yeah definitely you know, small towns and... small t- certain way of, of thinking um certain way of living and I just realized that 
there for so long that isn't that isn't what i wanted there wasn't there wasn't specific things that came into my mind there there really wasn't but i think it was just a couple of little wake-up calls that made me realize that it was time yeah i get you mate i get you and so you were away for six six seven months and then you kept so when when you came back how was that conversation with two-year-old salon did you have that conversation well uh when I, when I was in the last month, I think, the last month of travelling, um, I actually was approached by Miguel, um, my barber, sent me a message. Um, Crafty you know, little thing. <laughs> you know what he's like. You know what he's like. <laughs> the thing is, I, like, long, long story short, I, I'd been going to London for 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 haircuts because you know like a, a decent skin fade that barber shop thing doesn't it was a special day for me to go up to london spend the day in london go and get a decent haircut so you know one of the places i used to go to was um i used to go to frankie do you know frankie rimmer yeah, um, yeah, yeah. he 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 was he he was cutting my hair for a while come to work before he opened his own place um but anyway, yeah, it was Frankie and I went to, to Mig a couple of times and, you know, Mig actually gave me quite a big of, quite a lot of advice on, on traveling because obviously he's traveled a lot himself. Um, yeah. And yeah, you know, long, long story short, um, he was looking for someone to, to come and work for, with, you know, well, come work in London for a, a couple of weeks and then. Yeah. move on to the Berlin store that he had just opened. So to go out there and help start things. Um, so that's mad. So for anyone listening, that is, uh, so that's Nomad Barber, right? That's Miguel, mm-hmm. Nomad Barber. And he's got, he's got a shop on in East London. It was around, I think his first one was just off Brick Lane, wasn't it? Brick Lane, yeah. 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 And then he got a place in Berlin. Because I remember yeah. like, that's the thing that I thought was like, you know, when he was opening his shop, but when he'd opened this shop, actually, and he was, and I think that's what I, I think that's what I first seen you. I don't know if I did. I meet you when did we go? Did I was I were you there for Miguel's birthday when we watched the Conor McGregor fight? Were you there that night? Because I know um, a few of the other guys. Liam was there, and a few other guys was there. I think. I don't know. It was maybe about in fourteen seconds. It was that one. Miguel threw a big party in his shop. If you remember, no, no, you were there. Oh, okay. no, 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 I was. No, I wasn't there then. Ah, right. Because that was the thing for me. Like when you blew up to me after seeing your work at uh, at Nomad. Um, yeah. Because it it wasn't. Do you know what though? It wasn't even just your work. The execution of your work was just like seconds and on. You can't even. You, you know, not that I look to fault haircuts. I just can't. You know what I mean? I can't yeah. even fault it. But yeah. it's not that. It's you've got like if you look if if everyone. Is listen to this. Go and look at Nick's Nick's page, right? I'll, I'll put all the links and descriptions in the in, in in here as well. But just look at the photography as well, because that's another aspect I want to talk about a little bit later on. And this is is the photography yeah. element. But yeah, you've got such a unique um sort of like way you take your haircut photos that I know it's you. Do you know like Without even seeing your name, yeah, I know it's yeah. your image. And I think what, how you've got to that point, I'd love. You know, I, obviously, I want to touch on that as well, but. I just think, you know, I, I, that was one of the things that when I was looking for people to get on, I was like, I want to get Nick on because, uh, first of all, I want to, uh, you know, I want you to maybe give us an insight on how you've done that, but also just, 
you know, I never knew about the hairdressing side and all that. That's that, and it doesn't even stand out to me. Like your your longer hair does now. When I see your longer haircuts on your page, I, I can yeah. see you know what you're doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I never knew there was that extent of you almost went to be a colorist, which is just yeah. I, I mean, mean what, if... a shame, what a shame that would have been, mate. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you saw my last post, but I've just uh, just coloured just coloured a guy um, on the first day of reopening. And I thought I'd I thought I'd attempt some sort of nudo branding on his yes, head. Yes, the pink, the pink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, so man. I'm trying to I'm oh. trying to slip. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna like that while I'm looking at it now, mate. Because like, that was on your. Oh, show. I liked it. You didn't like mate, it. You know, no, because I don't I don't look right. The problem is like <laughs> this is my thing. Instagram, right? I look at stories and then yeah. when you load up the feed. It's whatever was on there is gone, so it never comes yeah. back up again. Do you know what I mean? Well, no. I, I it's, a, it's all it's all reels and TikTok now, isn't it? I'm just That's trying to get it, my head just That's trying to get my head exactly. round all that now. And oh mate, I'm not even going there, mate. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. not, I get I get sold off from being on my phone too much anyway. I can't be getting on Same. TikTok. I'll never get off it. <laughs> yeah, so, nice. So you came back, and yeah, when you got back, so how long after you've been travelling did you start back up again? Because that must have been a bit of a uh, stop. straight away the next week. No way. Yeah, the next week. So I went. I I came back from travelling, um, and then I was commuting to London for two weeks just to get the vibe of working at Nomad and the services they do, the little extra things. And then, yeah, two weeks after that, I moved to Berlin. Wow. So yeah. let's just touch on your men's, your, your, you know, your barber side of things. So mm-hmm. you worked in a hairdresser's and did you, did you learn men's there? Is that where you learned your work? Yeah, li- you... yeah little, little bits. I, 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 learned, I learned enough. I mean, I, I definitely didn't learn everything that I know now, that's for sure. Like that's been picked up off all the different people I've worked with since, since I've been barbering, but classic men's hairdressing. I had a, I had a vibe for it and I enjoyed it. And then obviously, like I said, when I was getting my hair cut by Frankie or, or Mig, like I was kind of like, you know, subtly picking up on things whilst they were cutting my hair, you know? And then I was just roguing it really. I was just roguing it for, 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 but it was working. It was working, you know. It was working. It I couldn't. I couldn't. I don't. I don't know if I had a technique, but it was happening. You know. I don't know how it was happening, but it was definitely happening. Um, wow. So yeah, That's in terms mad. of so, in terms of barbering, like it was just just being around lots of different, you know, like people who all have different techniques, and then kind of compiling that together with my classic hairdressing and. I don't know, and the formula starts coming. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, do you know what's funny, right? Did you, because when you say about a formula, that's so true, because I think when I, when I, when I sit back and look at my, my work, yeah. like, I feel like I'm quite, I do things very sort of traditional, but yeah. if people comment on like how I do something, sometimes it's very hard to explain what I, you know, why did I start there? Or, you know, why am I taking sections like this? Because yeah. I think with you having the men's, the, the hairdressing elements as well, you'd have worked on, you know, elevation, you'd have worked on point cutting, you'd have worked on head shapes. You'd have worked on a lot of different things that you don't necessarily get taught as a barber. As a barber. You know, you get, you don't. I learned scissor-wise, you'd never get taught as a barber. 
it's it's yeah. it's it's yeah very it's so it's so different but it's that's what has given me a leg up i feel yeah in, definitely in the men in the men's industry yeah yeah i agree did you do any courses of other people's like did you go to on, on any you know men's fire or anything like that did you, did you do no. any, any extra courses no nothing no wow. just just being surrounded by by people who can cut hair basically in the industry that like nomad had a a big handful of, of 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 really really good barbers and you know pick piece like I said pick pieces off 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 each of them um just just little wow. tips and, and and advice and and all sorts and yeah you can pile it up yeah and then you just kind of as I mean you you end up making up you make it your own what what you've you make it into your own thing, don't you? You, you change yeah. certain things and, you know, if something doesn't work, you, like, add a little something there, really. And obviously, just from being around being around different people. Wow. And that's the beauty, isn't it? Because and you do learn on the job, don't you? You know, you, you can learn so much in college. You, you know, yeah. I think, for me personally, in college, I, I only learned me health and safety, right? I, I learned yeah, so yeah. much being... It's a lot of health and safety. <laughs> It's a lot yeah. of health and safety at college, isn't it? Well, it's just, you know, I mean, don't put your clippers in your sink. You know, I'm not going to put my clippers in your sink, but the reason they have to say that, there must be people who do that. <laughs> you know, the whole, like, portion it's hot on the side of a cup of tea. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For that being on there. But it was just, I mean, I didn't, I, I don't, like, I, I don't like to sort of say, you know, negative things. I don't like to try and say, you no, know, like, kind of, you know, pick apart, you know, college work and different colleges like, and that, but I just, I just didn't feel like I only I only went to get my MVQ level two, and yeah. I, and that was the only reason why I went to get the certificate because you know when you if you ever remember like you know Aston and Fincher you you know you have to have your certificates to get a a a, a card don't you and things and that was the only yeah. reason I kind of went and I'm not saying I'd recommend that for everyone but you yeah. learn like you become a barber you become a hairdresser in the you know in within the 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 space don't you you know what i mean yeah and i think yeah. you've just i think you've hit the nail on the head by saying that that you picked up on other things by working yeah. with these people you know you went yeah. you never sort of went in there with your your you know your blinkers on you went in there like you know yeah no blinkers live. yeah yeah you, you you need to always like even now like you know i'm 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 i, I never stop learning at all like i i always want to put myself in a position where i can learn from other people like yeah. other industry leaders I don't think you like that's the that's the only way you're gonna be learning new things and it's the only way you're gonna, you know, be more inspired to change and Yeah, yeah. I agree. It's totally mate. You, you you can't just do you can't just do some courses and then and and then it you know, comes together. It's 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 you need to be putting yourself in a position to be surrounded by like some serious serious people in the industry. And that's yeah. what I feel like I've done throughout my career. And do you think do you think that's do you think a lot of that is luck? Do you feel like you've made your own luck, or do you feel like you've really pursued to get to where you are now? Um, yeah, I think I, you know, I I, I feel like I've definitely pursued it. Um, it. Even like you know, from from fanboying, so to speak, you know, when when barbering did get quite big and me like liking all the stuff on Instagram and then going and get my hair cut by these people, you know? Yeah. It's, that's, that's not luck. It's me, you know, going and trying to find 
something that I'm interested in and something that's gonna gonna push me forward. Yeah, I agree, mate. I totally agree. And when, and and you know, like you said, I remember when Miguel. Um, well, I think when you joined, that you know, he had, he had a time where I think there was just an, an elite sort of group of barbers working. Yeah, for Nomad, wasn't there? You know, there were. There yeah, really, that, I mean that London, not, that London store. Now. Yeah, that London store was just insane. Like that where, first London's. Yeah, man. I mean, I remember when I when you know when when I been speaking to him about like when he had the shop and stuff, and you no, know, it yeah. used to. Okay, you know, we lost a bit of touch for a while, but. You know, when we did see each other, we'd sort of, you know, have a chat and stuff. And we used to say about getting mm. staff and things like that. And, mm. you know, I remember, I just remember him saying, you know, he, he's got, he's at that point where he feels like everything's just clicked. You yeah. know what I mean? And it was, I'm not surprised. Was like the team, the team he had there was like just, just so yeah, legit. That's great. Um, because it's, it's so hard to get that though. It really is hard to get something like that. In, in it. And, you know, yourself, you've got a business, it's hard to get. You know, like-minded yeah. people, and and not just like-minded, yeah. but creative and and quality as well. It's yeah. so yeah. hard, it really is. So yeah. when when you went to Berlin, yeah. what was that like? I mean, you've gone obviously you've been working in a in a in a town, your your hometown for ten years. You've done this bit of traveling that kind of really mm. just just changed your whole mindset and changed you know your direction really. And then mm. you you end up going into barbering, like you said, with very limited limited understanding should we say in a way not limited understanding yeah. but no not not like you weren't the finished article no i know no one is by the way but you were nowhere near the finished article to where you are now yeah and then you moved to a different a different country what was that like um it was mixed feelings really about about berlin it's i had to i had to go i had to move 100 yeah. percent and I'd never been to Berlin. Um, and I just remember when I first I first turned up there, boys from London were staying there for the opening stuff. And I think, I don't know if it was like a bank holiday or what, but when I landed there and got a taxi from the airport to where I was going to be staying, like it was like a ghost town. It was literally like, it was like, it was like they had like an apocalypse had happened. Like I don't know if you've wow. been to Berlin, but there's it's got a certain look to it. It's I've got been a certain once, look. But I didn't get much. I didn't see much. I was there. I'd done like a one day event there, and it was yeah. like you know, hotel to the place, okay. then do the job, and then go. So I didn't see any of it really. It's um, pretty serious. But... It's a pretty serious looking place, and there was no one around, and I like it. Just felt weird. That's the only way I could describe it. Like I was half bloody hell, like what yeah. have I done, kind of thing. And um, Liam, who was the manager of the, the the London shop, was there, and yeah. um, I think he was standing out there for a bit actually as well. But um, I got there, dumped my bag, and we actually went out because it it was like there was some sort of the reason there was no one around is because they have this like bank holiday street party, and wow. <laughs> like a few miles away there was like floats going around, like all the music and all that. So yeah, landed first day. Um, Wrecked and <laughs> yeah, and then started. But like, I I never really I I never really I, there. It was never really my place. Like, um, yeah. I loved it. It was it was so cool. Like, it was so cool. And you know, um, yeah, 
it's it's an ugly like has amazing summers really harsh winters um yeah. i've just got I've, I've, I, I've just got a big love hate for it I'm not. I'm not. Everyone's got that that city or that country that they feel that way, haven't they? You know. Yeah. But I yeah. think it's nice that you've you've said that because there must be so many people out there who who are maybe in that situation right now. Yeah. And I think by you know you sticking it out and you know you are, and I think the fact that you just said you know when you got there you're a bit like oh no what have I done kind of thing. Yeah. That I think that's such a a humble thing to say because. You know, everyone everyone sees the the social media side of life, right? And they see you working in different countries and all that, but they never actually really know the thought process when of that person yeah. when they're there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'd probably, you know, I'd probably it was it was tough. It was definitely I definitely found it tough living there. I definitely did, and I also in the middle of it all, I'm I, that is where I met my my missus. I met her in Berlin from Berlin. Yeah. met her early on in Berlin and she didn't live there and it was she were, she went like she was living in New York at the time she's not from New York she's from Australia but she was yeah. living in New York and it was kind of like that really threw my head as well yeah what and it was what are the odds of meeting you Mr. mate Jenkins? honestly you know what, I mean? what are the what are the odds honestly <laughs> it was a not all I could say it was a nightmare don't ever do it don't yeah. ever do it but um yeah. no it worked out and now we look yeah I think that's I think you know I was distracted by that distracted by that and deep I think deep down I I, I you know because of that I may have like limited myself in what I was doing in Berlin um just like threw myself into work like just yeah. wanted to learn as much as possible work-wise go to the gym and yeah, yeah experience it as enough of it like as much as I should have done but yeah. I, it just wasn't really the, the place for me but like like I said it was it you know it was still an amazing experience the shop out yeah. there was amazing you know I did so many cool things out there um yeah. but it was kind of like something that I had I just had to do to change my career path and and yeah. I felt like yeah I mean an opportunity like that you should never turn down really um, that's right. No regrets because it's got me to where I am now. Yeah, but I think that's that's so that's such a, a good thing to say though because you know you might be you know if somebody else is listening to this and they are feeling in the, in that exact same boat because that's the thing if you know based on what you know of everybody again I, I know I've moved back to social media and stuff but mm. you know you, the, without the there's been two years now with no. Uh, shows no hair shows at all yeah to a point where you can do you know you can have these chats you know this is the kind of chat that i'd i'd probably have had with you over a beer at barber connect or something do you know what i mean if it was yeah. it's that kind of thing isn't it you know where yeah, you don't yeah. have that now and no. you just see that you just see the images and you don't see the background or or no no people's minds you know and i think you doing that social media people portraying a life that is you know all happy but yeah. Oh yeah, you know most people like there, there's so many like speed bumps in the way and you know ups and downs like yeah. Well, I think that's that's the thing that I you know I I think what you've just been saying then is will really hit home with some people and you know it, it's it's you know to be honest it I, I'm taking all this in as well because there's I I can relate to you with certain things on that as well and I'm sure that all the mm. other people who can you just you've just done things that you may you may have not necessarily not hated. 
but you just didn't you didn't really enjoy it, but you were there and you gained an experience. And I think that's all you need. Yeah, I mean, always had a purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like right. you know, you do things for a purpose, and you know, as much as hard as it can be. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Definitely, it was it was hard. I loved it sometimes, but um, yeah. I was I, yeah. I was buzzing buzzing that I, I think, think that was, was for about about a, about a year, and then I came back to London and worked in the London shop for three or four, I think. Wow, so I'm pretty sure point, it was three or four years. Well, what point did you did you did you realise that your men's your men's or your barbering and your men's hairdressing was was you know we, we, we was not you know I know I know every day we're getting better and that's a really cliche thing to say but let's just say mm. looking at your Instagram right now mm. what point did you did you think wow look at my work compared to what it was um I think I think after about a year in the London shop really I started to wow. I started to actually feel confident in what I was doing um I was always confident but like when I started feeling like yeah, this is this is this is legit. It's going it's going well. Like when I like when I moved to London, be thrown into the deep end because I think you know a couple of people had left the London store um, to to move back home or move elsewhere, and the clients were still there. And you know, for anyone who hasn't worked at Nomad, like the clients in the London store are like serious. <laughs> serious serious clients and they've been looked after by serious people and it's like yeah i was massively out of my comfort zone but i think that forced me into to being better as well and really pushing myself definitely and obviously the diverse the diversity around the area is like you know lots of lots of asian clients you know all the city boys Afro-Caribbean it's like a huge mix zone and it, it was like so out of my comfort zone but I mean that is what I think made made me better definitely so because how did, you, how did you learn your Afro your Afro-Caribbean work and stuff as well because like, you're because I've seen some of your your Instagram like your pictures of you especially when you're working on Afro-Caribbean air I mean yeah. that is not something you can just learn like quickly that is such a it's a very different way of working with clippers, isn't it? You know, yeah, def- working down with the grain and things like that. So how did you how did you pick that? You you just seem to be like a bit of a sponge right this minute, don't you? Really? Yeah, I just just yeah. just being that's from just being around that's from just being a, um different different barbers. Def- definitely just picking up tips from different people, you know, little tutorials online. Like I haven't been taught enough for okay being here. Um it's actually like for me, like I feel like that's a massive weakness of mine, which is why at the minute I'm trying to pop down a, a little day with Tariq. Do you know Tariq? Oh, I know too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's gonna come on the show, mate. Yeah. Is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, lockdown, lock in May, just to give me a little. His work is like unbelievable, unbelievable, oh, and sometimes you know, like some things I do I'm I'm you know I feel like I'm roguing it too much you know uh, like there's not there's not necessarily like a, a proper like most of my haircuts there's like a like a true formula to it and something that I stick to normally but for Caribbean hair I feel like I change my mind all the time with it 
I just yeah. want something yeah, yeah. that's a little bit more, you know, like structured. cemented and yeah, structured. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm with you, mate. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm so buzzing buzzing for a day with him. So yeah, yeah. but like, okay, I'll say I'll say I'm okay. It, you know, it's, it's just being like modest, some, man. No, 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 some <laughs> you know, Instagram. You only show you only show your good work. Stuff course, that hey. you know yeah. that you're not you're not you're not overly happy with or you. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And it probably took me, you know, I probably took me like four hours to do as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, no one writes that in the caption, do they? Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely, it definitely, no chance. It probably took me about two hours, and I was running late forever. But um, <laughs> yeah, but no, I, that, but yeah, like, I think that's awesome. Like, you know, I love the fact that you're even like, even now, you know, you've got an, you know, I, I want to really, really touch on uh, Nudo as well. But you know you've got an education um, platform that you're working on now, but you're still getting education from someone else. And I think that is the beautiful thing about our industry is that you don't ever stop learning, do you? Never. There's always a weakness somewhere. And it's you know even if it's not even if it's not cutting hair, it's you know styling and having having the vision. Because sometimes you know if you're working in a shop and you're seeing what you see on social media, you can you can become quite like channel channel visions where yeah if you put yourself around people who who are different and look at things differently then 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 you learn more and you know it, it opens yeah, it opens up different opportunities and things for you definitely yeah definitely i agree i think as well with barbara and barbara when, when it went through that sort of um transition that sort of uh, re- re- renaissance moment really when you know like Scorum came came in the mix and you know everyone was kind of going down that route of very very old school like you know Barbara and Barbara and Barbara and you know no hairdressing no nothing like when people you see people like mocking sections online and you know people people who who spend too too long perfecting the work um yeah I think that's I think that's a big problem in Barbara for me personally because you know it, it it stops people who are working in a barbershop learning hairdressing, for example, because it might look like, or why it might get ripped by the friends who they work with saying, why are you doing a horseshoe section? Why aren't you just, why aren't you just smashing out with clipper over comb? Yeah. You know, just, yeah. it, I, find like, I find that hopefully the way things have gone with other brands, such as like, you know, Menspire or even, even with Tariq as well, you know, yeah. if you look at Tariq's work, not, not just on his Afro, he does cut it to me. I, I don't, I, I haven't chatted to him properly. I've only, you know, chatted over Instagram and stuff, but, it looks like when I see his, his section and stuff, he, he's got a bit of a background of hairdressing or he's done something along the lines of that. So I think, you know, with with, with the generation now of the barber and what you're saying is extra, ed, extra education is a good thing because I, I agree on that. But also yeah. the fact that you started in hairdressing and yeah. are now, you know, a very, very popular barber. Um, I... If you want you know, if you want to call yourself that, like. Um, yeah, I think that says an awful lot to people that you know you, you don't just have to learn barbering to become good at barbering. You know what I mean? I just don't think you should limit yourself, you know, with anything. Yeah. Whether you're whether you're whether you're comfortable with it or not, I just don't think you should limit yourself because you know if you stick to the same thing and you're gonna you're gonna stay where you are basically. Yeah. And yeah, if you get so. if you're getting if you're getting ribbed for your sections, go and move to another place where you're not gonna get ribbed for your sections. You know. Yeah, I agree, man. That's 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 great to hear. Yeah, hundred percent. Man, I'm back Sim- on that. Simple as that, and you just 
like I said before, you just keep putting yourself in the in the right position where you learn what you need to learn. Yeah, I agree, mate. So with that being said, tell tell me, tell the listeners about uh, about Nudo because I know it's fairly new, right? I know that this yeah, less, July, less July last July July last year, yeah. So right in That's the middle right. of lockdown. Well, um, you, you timed that well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Some yeah, I've I've always wanted to have this. Well, I don't know. I didn't know what what it would be within the hair industry, but I would. Do it. Um, yeah. Before lockdown, I I only went self-employed, so I was I was employed to start off with, um, and then I went self-employed. A few months before lockdown was, which was actually, you know, financially a terrible idea. But I didn't know that was coming. <laughs> um, of course, yeah. But what made you go freelance, by the way? Uh, because I'd, made you go I'd start, I'd started, um, I'd started teaching quite a bit. So a lot of people were asking me if I could come to them and do some workshops or come and or or barber shop and just go over some, you know, some education and. And yes, that started happening quite a bit. So give me the freedom to do that. Um, right. That's good sense, yeah. Yeah, and then it just started rolling you from there. Business owner though, didn't it? As well, you know, because you've got yourself employed as a business owner. So yeah. it's it does almost kind of give you that little insight, doesn't it? It does give you definitely, definitely. It also makes you work harder. <laughs> yeah. God, yeah. You know, yeah, you can't sit back on the suddenly. Like you ha- you? Suddenly, yeah, suddenly you're like happy having two days off, and then you're like, oh, if I, I'd stick another day in there. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you're before you know it, you're working. Yeah, <laughs> you're working eight days in seven days, and it's like crazy. But um, yeah, so I was going to say what what I was just going to say then. Um, I remember when I went self-employed and. I was employed before that and I used to like, you know, I'd go upstairs and be like super envious of everyone having that hour lunch break when I've like squeezed the clients in for me lunch break. But at the end of the at the end of the month I'd be like, I'm so happy I did that. I didn't yeah. need an hour. Didn't need an hour for a lunch break. I just needed on five exactly. minutes. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so um So yeah, where's the name yeah, from so... then, Nick, please? Where's the name? Because that's that's something I want to ask you that. What, what what's it come from? Um it actually comes from I've got a Japanese background. Um, okay. my nan was Japanese and obviously my, my dad's mixed he's half half Japanese and yeah. it was you know I've got I've got other ethnicities as well but I associated a bit with with that because it was like brought like when I was brought up it was kind of like I was surrounded by that more than anything that culture more than anything um and yeah, it just it was always gonna be Japanese branding. Like wow. it was always gonna be going down that route because that's where I get a lot of inf- inspiration from. Um it just it basically means naked in Japanese. Um ah, okay. because naked I love being naked. naked. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's that just was um, what then you went traveling then Nick. Is that what it Yeah, that's it. I was just naked all the time. <laughs> Um, I joined the I joined the cult and no it was a it just it just means to me it just means like uh, like clean stripped back organic that's that's basically how I see it and that's how I see my brand and that's how I see my education moving forward um, so yeah like 
it does that i can see that actually blending well with your decor in there as well you know because i've seen the yeah. picture of the studio and it's the... very it is very clean and it is actually when i think of japanese culture it does have that vibe to it as well it does yeah sense. and the, the brand yeah. minimal minimalistic yeah it's minimal like obviously you know little inspirations have gone in so yeah that's 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 basically where it, where it's where it's come from so i have two i'm gonna move on to my i've got two questions i don't normally try and ask the questions because i like it just to sort of flow but i have to have yeah. these two questions in yeah I don't tell you about these questions because i want them to be quite raw i want them to be quite you yeah. know just off the cuff kind of thing so you know you got to where you are today right so yeah we're, you know Everything that we've 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 done, we've spoken about, has got you to where you are today, right? Where yeah. do you see yourself in ten years? Ooh, a ten year plan. A ten yeah. year plan. Um, I mean, well, my my dream. Think about it, sorry, Nick. If you think about ten years, it's fitting quite well with you. This particular question, because at ten years in your hairdressing career, you you moved on. Yeah. So, ten years from now, what's the plan? Um, I mean, my dream is really to have, um, I mean, I'd like a, a bigger studio than what I have now. Um, obviously thing that just got me, got me going. Um, but I'd like to have a studio in London and I'd like to have a studio. Um, and I'll be running, you know, day-to-day -day clients, education, online education, content creation the lot photography running out places um and then i can just you know to and from basically that's a wicked goal that is the goal i mean it's it's a. Uh, I can i i in my mind i can see it working um i'm definitely gonna go for it so yeah i'd like to with the online education i want it to be like limited to to the U, to the UK or anything like that. Um I mean anyone else who's done online education it's like a, a really long process um yeah. to get to get things started. Um global thing I don't just want it to be limited to the UK or Europe because you know there's lots of people out in Australia or Singapore that are amazing cutting hair and I'd love to you know have features yeah. of them and yeah that's that's nice. that's the dream, and just get everything online and in, enjoy in, enjoy London summer. <laughs> you know what? That's I don't know what that's it. You know, you go you go there at Christmas for the summer, and you come back in July for the year, don't you? Yeah, that sounds wicked, bro. Nice. And I've got one but, um, final question, right? Unless there's anything yeah. you want to add in there, mate, to, to your goal. Right, go on. Um, but my last question is, um, who inspires you? Oh, I mean, I, my, 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 my biggest inspiration is just, like, sorry, just... Sorry, but wait there one second, Nick. You cut out there, mate. Who, who, on, who mate. did you say? Jody Taylor. Jody Taylor yeah. is probably my, my biggest... Um, just, just, yeah, unbelievable vision. It's... Yeah. Um, yeah, he's on a he's on another planet. I mean, I'm I'm lucky enough to uh, like do some some work with him at the minute and and be around him a bit. And it's just like 
just he's just an insane person to be around definitely so yeah i'd say he's, he's my biggest inspiration at the minute nice and what what an inspiration though because like I, I can totally agree with you on that because i remember like he, he's he's one of my inspirations as well to be fair mm. um i've yeah. only met him once but he's uh his work i remember seeing seeing one of his i think it was his british hairdresser or men's hairdresser of the year i think it was his mm. nomination or the one he won where it was yeah. like the side part and the, the fade and i was like how's he done that that was before it was that was before we were doing fades on side parts you know what i mean yeah but he's, he's just got he's just got great great vision and creativity he knows trends before they're even they're even coming you know yeah That's so amazing. yeah like, definitely well, I think he's. I think he's a great one to end on, mate. And, uh, I want to and obviously you, mate. And obviously you. Oh, mate! You, you didn't have to say that. You didn't have to say that. I didn't. I didn't text you then, did I? Just saying, put me in there, please, mate. <laughs> no, you didn't, mate. I want. I want a. Uh, I want a signed photo of you, please, mate. I'll stick it up at, at the shop. Not a problem, mate. Not a problem. I'm just. I'm in the process of losing weight at the minute, so let me get some new headshots in about four months, and I'll send them. <laughs> oh, mate. <laughs> Oh, mate, that was brilliant. Thanks so much for your time, man. I, I didn't want to, you know, I just, I think your journey is like, you know, for any listeners, man, I think it's going to be, it's just, it's just so inspirational, I think. And it's, it's very, I think what you've just, you've just said then was just very raw. And I think I, I can totally relate to it. And I, and I know there's people listening who can relate to it. So thank you very much, mate. It's been a pleasure. No worries. Thank you. Thanks thank for having you, me, mate. You're welcome. Thank you, mate.